0: This movie was very bad, Maureen. Yeah. It it yeah. This movie was very bad. You're listening to Love Ya, a guided tour through the teen rom-coms available on our wide variety of streaming services. I am your co-host, Martha Sullivan, teen librarian and YA literature enthusiast, and I am joined, as always, by our second co-host. I'm Maren Hegman, youth services librarian and rom-com slash romance novel enthusiast, we are here today to talk all about the Netflix original DJ Cinderella, or Cinderella Pop as it is known in uh, Portuguese. Uh, this movie was directed by Bruno Garotti uh, and stars Mysa Silva as Cynthia Dorella, Felipe Bragan- Braganca as Freddie Prince. Uh, Fernanda Pais Leme as Patricia, the stepmother. Uh, Leticia Faria Pedro as Graciela. Kyria Malheros as Giselle. Those would be our ugly stepsisters. Uh, and uh, others. This movie was or is in Portuguese with English subtitles. And uh, to give a brief rundown of the synopsis, if you are familiar with the story of Cinderella, You know how this movie goes. Uh, Cynthia is our um, Cinderella character. Uh, When the movie opens, she is attending a party for her parents. I was unclear on what the topic or the reason for the party was. I think it
1: was like a vow renewal or an anniversary party.
0: Oh, burn, which makes it even worse when her dad uh, starts making out with the party planner uh, in the middle of the party, which leads to her parents separating. She and her mother go to live with her delightful aunt who lives in a house with pets all named by words that um, are inspired by her exes. Uh, At some point... um, her mother leaves to go pursue some kind of advanced degree in archaeology, leaving Cynthia alone with her aunt. Cynthia also, her secret passion is DJing and producing music, a passion that her father won't let her pursue, again, for reasons I did not fully understand. Um, but the story really kicks off when she DJs, she ends up secret DJing her. Uh, stepsister's quinceanera party uh, where she meets the YouTube music sensation Freddie Prince who falls in love with her but since she's wearing a mask he doesn't know who she is but he picks up her uh, her chuck as she's leaving the party Um, like I said if you have seen Cinderella you have seen this movie Marin initial impressions
1: (laughs) Yeah, this sure was something. Um
0: it was a movie. It was a movie that I watched. <laughs> yeah, it I honestly
1: got to a point where this movie where I was pretty much only rooting for the aunt and the aunt's boyfriend cuz they were cool and like actually seemed to be characters. Um And also, it was very helpful that this movie was in Portuguese, so I could not just, like, be distracted on my phone. Um, I did actually have to, like, look at the television screen in order to watch it, Um, and if it had been in English, I would have been way
0: more likely to not have absorbed. Would not have been, yeah, would not have been paying attention to this movie. Um, I thought the actress who played Cynthia was fine. Yeah. Um, Mostly, I, I wonder I wonder if I would have liked the script more if I spoke Portuguese. Yeah. Because the, the dialogue and the subtitles was inane, I think, is fair to say. Like, Yeah. There but then n- also, I found the performances to be very, like, over-the-top and soap opera-ish, so maybe that was just the vibe we were going for. Yeah,
1: I think there was definitely an intention of, like, recapturing, you know, the Hillary Duff and Chad Michael Murray classic, A Cinderella Story, um, of like, oh, Cinderella, but with hip teens, um, I think they were going for that vibe, um, and, yeah, and the process just kind of lost a lot of, I don't know, writing a dialogue that seemed authentic.
0: Yeah, there was a lot of, oh, now we have to move on to this thing. Um, And as a result, I felt that all of the characterization, and all of the characterizations I felt relied very heavily on, you know who this character is in the original fairy tale, so we don't really have to tell you anything about them. Right, like, there's a minute at the beginning where they
1: try to make the woman who is eventually going to be the evil stepmother, like, they try to have Cynthia and then eventually her love interest, too, Freddie, um, like, kind of talk back to this woman. Um, and kind of assert themselves, and then they do, like, a little, like, flip back and, like, no, it turns out they just kind of went with what she said. But it's, like, they they started I think by trying to, like, subvert some of those expectations with a stepmother, at least, of, like, oh, like, you know, we know this isn't gonna end well for Cynthia and her family, because we hear that from the voiceover in the beginning, but, like, Oh, you know, like, maybe Cynthia's gonna stand up to her stepmother and it's not gonna be, like, the toxic hellscape straight out of the fairy tale. And then, pretty shortly after, when we see, um, was it Gabriella?
0: Is that her name? Graziella?
1: Graziella. Um, like, conniving, like her daughter to watch her and Cynthia's dad making out. Like, we're like, oh, nope, you're just the evil stepmother. That's what's happening here.
0: Like, it's like they tried for a second and then just gave up. And and I think what it comes down to for me is that because the characterizations were so thin and this was such a just very straightforward um, Cinderella story... I didn't find it that interesting. Oh, like, yeah. I the, the DJ thing was kind of interesting, but we don't really... We get one little montage of her with her aunt's boyfriend kind of learning how to mix music, and then, like, two really simple scenes of her spinning at a party, but it's not... I don't know, it's almost not even enough of a presence to, like be a thing. Like, I I feel like I get told that she's very into spinning rather than getting to see her pursue that at all. Well, and I think um, that ties into the biggest flaw of this movie,
1: which is that, really, we are supposed to believe that Cynthia and Freddie like, have a thing for each other after literally talking once. Um... Yeah. And, like, seeing each other one other time, years ago, at this disastrous party. Um, so Was th- it even,
0: was it years, oh, oh, the, the first party. Yeah, the
1: first party. Um, so they have literally, like, only encountered each other twice, have really only talked to each other once. Um, and we're supposed to sp- suspend our disbelief that, like, this one conversation we see them having which does not seem all that either long or emotion-filled or particularly intense in terms of connecting. We're we're just supposed to believe that's a done deal, especially on Freddy's part, and that, like, oh, yep, this is the girl for me. I'm going after her. And it reminded me of the Disney Cinderella in that way, but at the same time, it didn't have the song to, like, really make us believe, like, Disney at least has that song. Um, And for God's sakes, even the Rodgers and Hammerstein version has a good song where we're like, oh, well, they've only met once, and now we're, like, going to go live happily ever after. But at least there's a catchy tune.
0: Well, and I also think that fairy tales, if they're not done correctly, when you take a fairy tale and you do a very straight retelling in a modern setting there is necessarily much less magic that goes into that. And thus I am less likely to suspend my disbelief
1: Mm -hmm. about
0: it. So like, if you want to tell a straight version of Cinderella, I need it to be a little bit more complex than just, I saw her and then she ran away and now I have this shoe. Like that works for me as a fairy tale. It does not work for me in like inner city Portugal.
1: Well, and um, I think by contrast, it made me think of the twenty was it 2015, 2016 Disney live-action remake with Richard Madden and Lily James. And they're at least, they have quite a lengthy scene where Cinderella and the prince chat before the ball. So we have, like, the groundwork to be like, ah, yes, they, like, have this connection and... It makes total sense that at this ball, he's going to want to seek her out and talk to her more.
0: Yeah, and also I had a very hard time getting over the fact that his name was Freddie Prince. Oh, yeah. It
1: reminded (laughs) me of my brother and his high school yearbook. You know how sometimes yearbooks do, like, superlatives? And yeah. my, my brother was named most looking like Freddie Prince Jr. His senior oh, year, no. and so the whole time, every time Freddie Prince, I was
0: just thinking about that yearbook. Oh dear. <laughs> um, what did we think about the storyline with the friend from school? Um, I think it. I
1: I liked the subversion of in the end. Her being like, oh, yeah, no, this boy's a total tool. I'm not going to go for it. I really wish they would have gone farther and had like more of a suggestion of her and Freddie's female friend kind of having a thing because it Uh seemed for a second like maybe somebody in the writer's room had that thought. And then they were like, "Ooh,
0: actually, yeah, I I wasn't really sure what she was Doing in this story, like other than I, mean, I guess to give Cynthia something to do at school, like something yeah. to ground her, but otherwise, those I don't know. I had a first of all, I had a hard time with her friend because it's like, girl, get yourself together. Oh, yeah. Um, but then also, and this maybe this is a cultural difference but they didn't seem to like like they're supposed to be friends but also they didn't seem to like each other that much mm. so i wasn't super sure what the goal was with her character um i did think that she had more character growth than any other person in the movie Oh, I would make um, a case for the aunt, but she was up there. Yeah. And at least the aunt, like, her storyline crossed since she is at some point. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think the story I was most interested in hearing and that we just didn't get at all was um, Freddie's rise to YouTube stardom. Yes!
1: Yes, we got none of that. It was a done deal. Like, Freddie is already there. Um,
0: yeah, at, at that first party, no one really knows who he is. And then, like, two years later, he's, like, the new Jonas brother. Yeah, yeah
1: he's, like, Justin Bieber of Brazil. Um
0: With a cuter manager. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, that I feel like we were cheated of that story,
0: because that's that's almost like the real modern uh, fairy tale story is like the person who puts their music up on YouTube and actually becomes famous. Like that is a that's a modern fairy tale story that I would love to kind of explore in a like more traditional fantasy type um, mode of storytelling.
1: Well, and a missed opportunity because according to Wikipedia, the actress who plays Cynthia, Maesa Silva really is that like she really was a rising YouTube star. so it's oh, not that's fascinating yeah, like apparently starting when she was was it saying 13, she started vlogging and doing interviews and posting music videos.
0: so um, that's
1: how she got that's how she got this movie yes. That's awesome. Um, Yeah. So, like, it's actually there. So I don't know, like, when you have someone who has had that experience,
0: like, how do you just, as a writer, ignore that? Oh, you know what they should have done? All right. I'm going to skip ahead a little bit to rom-com rehab. Yeah, let's do it. What they should have done is had Freddie's manager film her spinning, put her on YouTube... Now she's famous, but no one can know who she is because if her dad finds out, he'll ground her forever. Yes. I'm very pro that. And, you know, through that,
1: she and Freddie actually have to spend some time together and have, like, (laughs) say, more than one conversation.
0: Gasp. (gasps) Are romantic leads talking to each other? And developing a relationship through... Talk, rather, you know, through actual conversation. (sighs) Rather than just horny glances across a room. Yeah. I mean, I know they're teenagers, but still. While wearing masks. We can't forget the masks. Yes. Can't forget the masks. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think think both those elements would add quite a lot to this movie.
0: (laughs) I also wish... The music was better. Like, yeah, This is a movie about music, and I thought the music was really uninspiring. Oh, yeah. No, it was
1: like, again, like, knock off Brazilian Justin Bieber, and I don't know, like, something <laughs> no I feel like I would have heard in a club in college, like, this wasn't girl talk here, you know?
0: Yeah. I don't know. This might be a short episode. I don't know how much more I have to say about this. I right? think I would watch. I think I would watch Mesa in another movie. Like if I found yeah, out she, she was, was in
1: a charming. I thought she was cute. Um, I would watch that aunt do
0: anything. She was the bomb. Yeah. Yeah her her story was great. Um, and yeah, I was I was glad that um, the boyfriend came back. Me too. Honestly,
1: they were the only couple I was invested in, in this whole movie.
0: I had a very hard time with her dad. Yes, because I wasn't sure if we were
1: supposed to, like, actually hate him. Or if we were supposed to see him as, like, misguided. Like, having been brought
0: astray. I thought he was so, like, inept that I almost just didn't even think about him at all like i almost couldn't form an opinion about him because he only showed up to be clueless and then he would leave on quote unquote business again mm-hmm. yeah. which i'm sure which i'm sure was just like we can't have him around so that he would see how terrible his new wife is being but also i don't know it He could have been trying harder. Yes, absolutely.
1: And, again, if we're supposed to see him as, like, some kind of victim, then I think, like, I mean, I think it was trying later on in the movie to have him be more of a presence in her life. Whether it's early on, like, from just from body language and, like, side comments her aunt is making in the first scene about him at this party, like... We have a sense already that he's always been distant. Uh So then like trying to have him be a little more involved towards the end doesn't achieve anything. Like it's very easy to believe this guy who is like always going in and out on these business trips and is pretty disconnected from his family would be like, oh, here's this, you know, hot Uh party planner who wants to make out with me. Blah blah blah, midlife crisis. Blah blah blah, um, but yeah, I think they they try to like have him seem more connected towards the end, which just doesn't work with what we see before.
0: Yeah, that initial party scene, I was very kind of like, oh, I I guess we're, I guess this is happening now. I'm not sure why, but okay. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was definitely one of the many moments in the movie where I was like, "This is happening because the writers needed it to, not because it has any particular like sense or cohesion."
1: Right, and I think this is another good moment to bring up. Like, you know, if we spoke Portuguese, would we be getting more out of this dialogue? Like, is something True. being lost in translation here?
0: Uh, True, I am to- I'm totally willing to admit that this may be um a f- like a translation failure um and there could have been more complex dialogue happening that we just didn't get.
1: Yeah. But I, I also firmly believe that this could have just been like a very thinly written like there could have also oh, just yeah. not been a lot going on here. <laughs>
0: That's also true. So.
1: Yeah, it. Um, Yeah. It was sure something. I almost, like, honestly, I would have preferred if he had, like, gotten, like, killed in a freak car accident. And, like, she and the stepmom were fighting over the estate or something. Like...
0: Oh, yeah, like, he dies and then, um the stepmom inherits everything and that's why she like pulls Cynthia out of dj school or whatever and like even so even leaning more heavily into the cinderella story
1: exactly and like maybe that's why her
0: mom has to get recalled back from london like you know Oh man, could you imagine a Disney story where the dad died instead of the mom? Oh! <laughs>
1: How would that happen? Okay, to be okay. fair, that does technically happen in Saving Mr. Banks, but by the time we get to that point, the dad also does bro- saving
0: does saving Mr. Banks count as a like Disney fairy tale? <laughs> Well... I've never seen it.
1: Wait, what? Okay, stop. Okay, first of (laughs) all, it's on Netflix. Go watch it. Oh, my God. That's what you need to do with the rest of your night. Um, Okay. B, (laughs) yeah, so it actually had to be made by Disney um, because of copyright.
0: I know it was made by Disney, but I mean, like... I I guess I was talking about one of their more, like, conventional... Oh, you meant, like, yeah, like, the,
1: like, yeah. I see what you're saying. I was taking a deliberately (laughs) (laughs) wide. Just as I was scouring my brain for any dead Disney dads. It's the only one I can think of.
0: There's Frozen, but that's both of the parents, so again, I'm not sure that one counts. Yeah,
1: same with Lilo and Stitch. Um. Um... But anyway, we anyway. digress. <laughs> Getting back on topic, sadly, talking—you know—having to go from talking about much more interesting movies to this movie. Uh, yeah.
0: Are there any? Are there any other ways that you could see, or any other things that you think would have fixed this movie?
1: Just a movie about the aunt instead. Come on.
0: <laughs> I, I want to know more about.
1: <laughs> I want to know more about her life, <laughs> like.
0: She seems great. Her, she had a a bird named Chicken, a cat named Dog, a rat named Cat, um, and, and then the, that very cute puppy at the end, whose name I don't remember.
1: I think she ended up naming him Love, because that boyfriend showed her actual love.
0: Aww. Aww. Which is why it was very important that Rafa come back. Also, Rafa, Cynthia, and Freddie are like the only names that I remember from that movie.
1: Yeah, that's fair. I think the aunt's name was Helen, Helena, or
0: Helen. Yeah, Helena. Yeah,
1: the Aunt stepmom Helen.
0: was the stepmom was like Patricia or Patricia. I yeah, that sounds 14, right. So yeah. apologize if any of my pronunciations are uh, heinous.
1: Yeah, I think it. Yeah, Patricia that sounds about right
0: sounds fair yeah so for for the recommendation portion of this i was trying to think of better cinderella adaptations Mm -hmm. that i could that i could recommend there are not a whole lot of like modern ones that i have seen every time i tried to google like modern cinderella adaptation it was always the Hillary Duff, a Cinderella story. <laughs> it kept popping up. That and um the Amanda Bynes one where she finds out her dad is a big wig in London. Oh, I love that movie. What a Girl Wants with Colin Firth. Yeah. But I don't know that I would call that a Cinderella story. Yeah, not really. <laughs> um yeah i i'm gonna go ahead and say i would not recommend this movie and i think that if you want to watch a cinderella movie you should watch something that is like a more straight more of a straight shooter um like ever after for example a movie that i'm obsessed with because it's so good
1: yeah, I would say, yeah, Ever After, the 2015 Cinderella, the Brandy and Whippy Goldberg the brandy Cinderella. Rogers and Hammerstein Cinderella? Heck, yes. I love Rogers and Hammerstein Cinderella. Oh, I think you can find the Julie Andrews version of that on YouTube, by the way. Oh. Public service lovely.
0: announcement. Yes, if you need any more incentive to watch the Brandy version, Oprah Win- um, not Oprah Winfrey, Whoopi Goldberg plays her mother. And um, Vincent. Is it Vince, no, um, Victor Garber plays her dad. Yes! Oh, uh, Spy Dad! dad. Yes. They're the king and queen. They play the king and queen. And then a very attractive Asian man plays Prince Charming. So it's just. It's, it's just balls to the wall blind casting and is completely perfect.
1: It's wonderful. Uh, but what about you, Maren? Would you recommend this movie? Nah, I think there are better things to do with one's time. Um, yeah, I actually did just pretty recently read a pretty good YA, um, Cinderella remix, um, that I would recommend called, um, Stepsister by Jennifer Uh, Donnelly. I want to read that. Yeah. Um, and it is not a modern take, um, but its shtick is that, um, it follows the story of one of the stepsisters, I mean, as the title suggests, shocker, um, after the plot of Cinderella is complete. Um, uh, yeah, and it was gotcha. lovely. I, I have loved, I have long loved Jennifer Donnelly, um, I'm a little salty that she's been going down this YA hole, cause I want her to go, <laughs> rabbit hole, cause I want her to go back to adult fiction, because um, her adult books are some of my favorite. Um, she wrote the T. Rose series, which is one of my absolute favorite historical fictions. Um, so on one hand, sad she's been sticking to YA recently.
0: On the other hand, Stepsister was very good. I will have to check that out. It's been on my it's been on my list for a couple weeks. I think it's pretty, it's pretty new, so it's only been on my list for a short while. Yeah,
1: I think it came out pretty recently. I feel like I was one of the first on our hold list. Nice. Yeah. So, but yeah, well, far more worth your time than this movie.
0: Uh, hard agree. <laughs> Um, So on our next episode, we are uh, not, I was going to say changing things up, and that's just a lie. (laughs) Um, We are doing the same, uh, you know, plumbing the same Netflix teen rom-com depths. But this time we are headed towards summer vacation with The Last Summer. It's going to be our movie for our next episode, if you would like to watch before uh, jumping into the discussion with us. Um, until then, uh, you can listen to our sister show, Did You Do Your Homework?, which releases uh, every other Wednesday opposite this show. Uh, they are both on the same feed, which will make it really easy to find both of them. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at dydyhpodcast. Uh, You can find us on Facebook if if you just search for Did You Do Your Homework? Uh, It's all there. Uh, Maren, where can people find you on the internet at large?
1: Yeah, so you can find me on Twitter at A underscore star underscore danced, where I talk a lot about romance novels, um, cartography, the state of Minnesota, random history. (laughs) Yeah, Broadway
0: random history friends have you been tweeting about the cats trailer (laughs) like the rest of broadway twitter uh
1: you know i don't know if i've tweeted about i have been i felt i have felt very loved over the last like 48 hours (laughs) as i have had like an embarrassing number of people either text me about it or ask me about it um it is yeah wild (laughs) it's sure something (laughs) it is sure something um yeah
0: uh you can find me on twitter instagram um my instagram feed today was a lot of warhammer photos um but i also post pictures of my guinea pigs so if you're into that um got lots of cute animal pictures you can also read my newsletter that i put out whenever I want to because it's not a a subscription-based model, so I don't feel obligated to serve up regular content because no one's paying me for it. But that you can find at tinyletter.com backslash MagicalMartha. It contains a lot of feelings uh, just about pop culture and kind of in general. Um, That, I believe, is going to do it for us today, unless we had any closing thoughts. Other than... Don't watch this movie. Don't watch this movie. There are better choices for us all to make. We have limited time on this earth.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That is Uh, 90 minutes you will never get back.
0: (laughs) Yes. Uh, Thanks for listening, everybody. We love you. Thank you. Yeah, thanks, Martha. That was cute and fun and short. I'm glad it was short. I
1: know. I'm so glad that we can both just have like the overwhelming thesis of this episode be,
0: please, dear God, don't watch this movie. Yeah. <laughs>